There is nothing new in the world except the history you do not know. Welcome to the Sales History Podcast. I'm your host, narrator, nerd, Todd Capone. 105 years ago, it was July 9th of 1916, the World Salesmanship Congress kicked off in Detroit. It was the first of its kind. It was attended by over 3,000 people. And the theme of the conference was to promote the dignity of salesmanship by the elevation of the rank of salesmen to a higher plane and to encourage contributions to the science of salesmanship. So as we're starting to enter and hopefully see the revitalization of sales conferences coming up, think about that. July 1916, 105 years ago, they were putting on conferences just like that. But at the time, the emphasis was on ethics and, quote, adopting standards of practice depending on strict business honesty. Uh, you know, as a transparency nerd myself, I feel like it was the formal dawn of sales transparency. Now, it was a time when the professional salesperson had really replaced drummers that were around in the late 1800s who were essentially manufacturers reps who rep lots of products. And there was one quote from one of the speakers at the conference that said, the days of the backslapping, hard drinking drummer are over. Now this was a week long conference that featured speakers from the day's most respected organizations like Ford Motor Company and NCR, National Cash Register, uh, John Patterson, who I'm hoping to really embrace in a future episode, who is really kind of like the father of modern sales methodology. Uh, he was talking uh, Burroughs Adding Machine, which is a really big company at the time. There were representatives from insurance and real estate professions, politicians like Michigan's Governor Woodbridge N. Ferris, and lots of speakers. Now, when I say lots of speakers, What's incredible to me is each one of the speakers spoke for 20 minutes or less, almost like a modern day TED Talk style. However, here's the big deal to me. No speaker was more recognized than the formal opening session keynote, which was by then President Woodrow Wilson. Now remember, this was the middle of World War I and President Woodrow Wilson dealing with a world war is coming and speaking at a sales conference. Now, his, his text is available online and I'll, I'll try to link to it so you can read the speech. It's really, really good. But one of the things that he said was that permanent peace can grow only in one soil and that is the soil of actual goodwill. And goodwill cannot exist without mutual comprehension and really used that as part of the theme of his speech. Now, there were a number of days to this. Days three's events included breakouts by industry, including specific tracks for insurance salespeople and real estate salespeople and lumber salespeople. Churches in the area held special services for the attendees with sermons typically centered around the ethics of salesmanship. And, you know, at the time, the sales profession was really exploding. And, and part of it had to do with this idea that the industrial revolution was going on and if the United States was going to be in the forefront of it, it really depended on salespeople. It depended on salespeople to bring those products to market, 
but it also depended on those salespeople bringing the right products at the right prices to the right clients at the right time because when those companies, when their customers flourished, the economy flourished. And when the economy flourished, people had jobs. When people had jobs, the country flourished. So at the time, it was viewed that salespeople were really all about the success or failure of our own country, which is amazing. Now, I believe that back then, that was a time when sales was not only trusted and respected, but it was fully admired. If you look at it, the country, like I said, was depending on salespeople, and you had an entire profession that had a mission. And that mission was putting the customer first for the good of all. All right, I want to let that sink in for a second. Putting the customer first for the good of all. Now, why has sales over the last 105 years, it's gone on a bit of a roller coaster, but it still finishes near the bottom of Gallup's annual list of trusted professions. Why is that? Well, I believe at its core, we lost our face. You know, from what I can surmise, we as a profession lost our focus on the success of the customer and instead shifted our focus on the success of ourselves. I mean, when you hear the word scale, so many organizations have developed an unquenchable thirst for scale. And I believe the things that led to that shift, you know, back in the early 20th century, I mean, to make a sale, it required a face-to-face interaction, right? There weren't telephones. There wasn't email. There wasn't Zoom. You could send a letter and retailers were using mail order catalogs to secure sales, you know, back even 100 years earlier than that. But real sales was human-to-human, face-to-face. And I kind of feel like we lost our face. Because as the late 1920s arrived, the economy was turning for the worse. The Great Depression drove sellers into really a me-first type mode, which was understandable. But after that, like, why didn't it revert back? Well, I see it being the advent of technologies like the telephone and much later email, which caused us to lose our human connection with the customer. And the customer essentially became a number. We lost our face. Our prospects no longer saw us. Instead, they only heard our voices aggressively pressing them. They heard automations. They started buying things they didn't need due to mistruths. They started hearing stories from friends about scams. Their dinners are interrupted by unwanted solicitations. They heard long, self-centered voicemails. Their email inbox started filling up with spam, and we started seeing our metrics instead of seeing our customers' eyes. I think there's an opportunity for us to regain our respect as a profession, and I believe it really requires a shift back to humanness in our profession. It requires a shift back to ensuring our customers and prospects truly believe we care about their outcomes, not just our bank accounts. And the best way to make a customer and or prospect believe we truly care about their outcomes is to truly care about their outcomes. We've always known that transparency sells better than perfection. As you've probably heard me talk about before, back all the way in 1919, Arthur Dunn was quoted as saying, if the truth won't sell it, don't sell it. There were books with entire chapters dedicated to honesty. Even Tractor World Magazine in May of 1921, they had a quote in there saying, if you're representing an article that won't stand the truth, get another job. And that's how sales is respected and trusted. 
And when those outcomes lead to strong businesses, which feed the economy and lead to job growth, it becomes a profession that once again regains its admiration. So look back to the past. Embrace those ideals that, again, 105 years ago, the World Sales Congress, it was a time when people looked up to the sales profession because it was a sales profession that put the customers first for the good of all. And I believe we can go back to that. We've got to lose our unquenchable thirst for scale and regain our humanness, our transparency, and really looking out for the clients. And I think we can start to move up Gallup's list. Sales, a trusted, respected, and even admired profession. Wouldn't that be amazing to get back to that kind of level? I remember when I first met my wife and we first started dating, she told me that when she told her sister that she was dating a guy, her sister asked, hey, uh, what does he do? And my wife said, oh, he's in sales. And my now sister-in-law responded, oh, gross. I think there's still a future where sales goes back to being trusted, admired, and respected like it was 105 years ago but it takes all of us collectively doing the right things by our customer to make that happen. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I would love your feedback. I'm no expert on doing these. I just love sharing these stories. And if you think I can, should keep doing them, let me know. If you think I should stop, let me know that too. All right, thanks and uh, look forward to next week's episode.